Welcome to the Life Leadership Podcast with myself, Leela Singh. All things coaching, career, and personal branding. This podcast is for ambitious career professionals like you, wanting to create a life of choice and freedom, to be, do, and have more through overcoming limitations, to develop new perspectives and insights, and to redefine your success, be that in work, health, relationships, and so much more. Hi there, good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Welcome to Live with Leela. My name is Leela Singh and I am a leadership career and life coach and I work with career professionals, typically in the technology industry, who are looking to overcome their limitations, their limiting beliefs, so that they can uncover their real potential and create new possibilities, both in their life and in their career, all while showing up as the best version of themselves. And this is what I refer to as life leadership. So I'm going to dive straight into today's topic, which is prepare for your annual review and reward. So the reason I chose this topic today is because as we have approached the end of the year, um, you know, we're already almost hitting the middle of November and it's kind of like, where has this year even gone? Um, but for many organizations, it may be that you're having your annual or your biannual review with your manager or it has already taken place. And depending on your company's fiscal year, the timing of your review can obviously vary. So for some companies where their year end is, let's say in March or April, um, you might be having this conversation early next year. Either way, the objective is the same. And that is to review your, your performance, your progress and your potential. So your future plans, your career trajectory and so forth. Now I'm talking of course about the ideal scenario and I appreciate it doesn't always work like this in various organizations. Um, but what I wanted to share with you today is a little bit of how you can take control of this, this process and this conversation as much as you possibly can. So the question then becomes, what can you do to gain the best outcome from your review? And I wanted to share some strategies, some tips, um, and some approaches for you today that you can take in immediately, whether you're having your review in the coming weeks or into next year, and also a strategy uh, going forward that you can implement for yourself to make this entire process a lot easier for you to be able to effectively to sell yourself within that conversation. Of course, as always, any questions on this, please pop them in the comments. Let me know what resonates with you, perhaps what you are struggling with right now when it comes to having that annual or biannual review with your manager. So first of all, think about your core objectives of your review. And I kind of put these into three buckets. So the first bucket is performance. So your overall performance during the course of the year. The second is your progress. So what progress have you made? How have you grown? What have you learned? What additional responsibilities have you taken on and so forth? And then your potential, in other words, your potential for um, promotion, for reward in terms of the uh, the bonus, the the pay rise, um, the potential for taking on bigger responsibilities, perhaps, 
um, and the potential for you in your career, your career trajectory. So those are kind of the three key like buckets or components of what I see as the core objectives of your review and the areas that you want to focus on. And I invite you to kind of take back control of these conversations by considering some of what I'm going to share today and looking at how you can implement this uh, later on this year or into next year. So what can you do to gain the best outcome? Well, if we look at the first uh, component, which is performance, it's really understanding how you've made an impact, um, where you've gone over and above, how you've performed in the role. In other words, have you just done what's expected of you, your job? Have you added value beyond that? Have you gone over and above? What have you done in your overall performance? The second is your progress. This is your second component. And here you want to look, for example, many organizations, particularly the large ones, have a personal development plan. And I'm just talking from my own experience working in a large corporate for many years, but it might be a similar or different thing for you where you've had the um, company's bigger goals and objectives filtered down to you and then down to your managers and into your role. Um, so then you can see how it impacts um the goals that you're having in your role and your responsibilities over the coming year ahead so what is that for you is it a personal development plan is it something else the goals the objectives for you over the coming 12 months and by the way if your company doesn't do this right now then maybe you can set your own set your own goals of what it is you want to accomplish over the coming year and this is both personal and professional so it will include things within your job itself, within the workplace, as well as your own personal development. Think about here your growth. So how are you growing over the course of the year? What additional um, maybe topics, areas of expertise are you becoming familiar with? Are you learning about? Perhaps you've done some uh, training and development in-house or externally. Um, what resources have you leveraged within your business to enable you to progress? Perhaps there's online trainings, maybe there's um, the lunch and learns that some companies run um, and so forth. Maybe you've gone to an external event, perhaps a conference where you've had the opportunity to grow your network and to learn from other businesses in your industry. Um, so think about everything. Think laterally about the progress, the growth that you've had this year. In other words, look at where you were let's say 12 months ago and look at where you are today so a was 12 months ago and b is today what has changed for you where have you grown what have you learned what's new for you what are you doing now that you wouldn't have done 12 months ago those are the kind of questions you want to think about and ask yourself to understand and really identify the progress that you have made and then the third component is your potential so with this we're talking about your potential to um, receive that recognition for everything that you have been doing so that can be recognition in the form of a pay rise it could be in the form of a bonus or possibly a promotion or in some shape or form taking on bigger and better responsibilities now when it comes to the financial reward um, over the years I've come to realize that many people actually feel that, that it's an entitlement you just simply should get a pay rise now 
I get that when it comes to inflation and the cost of living, of course, yes, um, we want to be, um, that's not even a reward, that's essentially enabling us to, to still earn um, in line with the current inflation and so forth. So that's one thing. But if we set that aside for a moment, when it comes to an actual, you know, significant pay rise or uh, a bonus, for some companies, yes, it's a given that you know that every year you're going to get a bonus of X percent or you're going to get a pay rise of Y percent. And that's great. If you want to be the one who actually gets a, a, a significantly higher bonus or pay rise, then you want to be really taking note of what I'm sharing here today and looking at what you can do, as I said, to really influence that, to take control of that conversation and to be able to build a, a strong, a powerful business case that you can put forward to show what you have contributed to the company's growth, progress and the value that you are bringing. So it's really important to distinguish between the almost the entitlement piece or the expectation piece, which is inflationary typically. And again, some companies who will naturally provide a X percent increase in your financials in some shape or form versus companies that actually base it on your performance. In some cases, you might get a reward based on team performance, but then they also look at your individual performance. So it's, again, important to understand the metrics and the KPIs that are used within your particular company and understanding how much of that you can potentially influence so that you can show up into that meeting, your annual review with um, being prepared and with that information armed in you know top of mind for you to have that conversation and and you might be thinking well what is any of that i don't even know where to start with this so here i'm just going to dive into a little bit more detail around each of these components for you so feel free to take some notes uh, again as i said any questions pop them in the comments let me know what resonates for you maybe let me know what you've tried before that has or hasn't worked so number one performance now we're coming up to year end, as I said, so it may be the case that it's a little bit late to have to, to start implementing this now, but it's definitely something that you can implement from today going forward for next year's review, next year's conversation. And that is tracking, tracking your performance over the course of the year. How do you do that? Well, ask yourself some pertinent questions. So, for example, when we're looking at our performance, we can look at what are the wins that we've had. Now, when I talk about tracking your performance, it might be that you want to do this weekly or bi-weekly or monthly. I wouldn't leave it longer than that because at least for me, it's very easy to forget what you have been working on and what those wins are because now you've moved on to the next challenge, the next problem or the next pro big project. So Ideally, what you want to be doing is just even if it's five minutes at the end of the week or the start of the week or over the weekend is to have a document perhaps on your work laptop. Now, I used to use I think it was Microsoft OneNote. So I had a page in there um, specifically around my reviews and my performance and so forth. So that is where I would just brain dump anything that I wanted to have available to me um, at the end of the year to go into those conversations. So number one is wins. What are the wins for the week? And they can be small wins. They can be big wins. So it could be being part of a, a, a sales team that won a huge contract. That's a massive win. 
or it could be a really small win in the terms of um, somebody giving you some really positive feedback on a piece of work that you have done. It might be um, a meeting that you attended where perhaps you had to deliver a small presentation and you got great feedback on that or you delivered it um, in, a, in a better way than you have done previously because you've been working on your presentation and your public speaking skills. It perhaps is some really good positive feedback from a client um, that you had a meeting with or that you're working with on a bigger project and implementation, a delivery of something, of a service, and they've really you know, complimented you on how you've handled a situation or resolving a big problem for them. So just think about it again, laterally in terms of what are my wins? Doesn't matter how big or small you, you feel they are, they're still a win if it's something positive in terms of what you have been doing. Also projects, you know, maybe if you're not in sales, but you have like projects that you work on throughout the, the year, um, perhaps it's getting together with members of your team to work on something, um, uh, adding value in some way, maybe doing something extra at lunchtime, running a um, what we call employee resource group, perhaps, um, and getting involved. So what else have you done? And what are the wins you've had from that? For example, maybe it's taken you out of your comfort zone and you've had to adapt and um, upskill in some way to be able to do that. So really think across the board, big picture in terms of your wins. I'm not just talking about um, when you kind of sit at your laptop and do your job. What have I done that's been good? It's like, think about the conversations you've been having, the feedback you've had, whether it's face-to-face -face on an email in a, in a call. And also, if you do get emails with um, some positive feedback, save those emails in a folder, maybe copy and paste what's been said into your where you're keeping all of these notes. And my example was OneNote. Um, copy and paste it so it just reminds you of that so you can go back and pull out those emails when it comes to having the conversation um, with your manager and updating in your, if you do it in a system online, you can maybe upload or screenshot those and add them in there as well as well as obviously copying your manager on it. But remember, and here's the thing I want to emphasize here is that often, you know, and I've seen people say this, oh, well, you know, my manager should know because they were copied on that email or uh, they were there in the room when I received that, that feedback, that really good feedback. But your manager may be responsible for a number of people. They may also be having a lot of work on their plate besides managing you and therefore, it's difficult for them to keep on top of everything themselves. So taking responsibility yourself rather than abdication and hoping, well, they should do it and putting the, the, um, the responsibility and potentially the blame on them if they've forgotten or they don't recognize something is by you taking control and being able to influence that conversation. And if you have evidence from conversations, from meetings, from emails, you want to keep those together as a reference point for you. So ultimately, it's about recognizing your performance over the course of the year. Where, for example, have you over delivered in your role? Where have you gone over and above and done something that perhaps wasn't really in your remit, but it helped out the cause? It helped to get the team um, moving forward. It helped someone else within the business. Um, and you did it because you could see the value to the business, but it's not about it being on your job spec. That's about going over and above. That's where you over deliver. Think about any recognition you've received 
Again, it could be from a client. It could be from a project you've been working on with people outside your, of your immediate team. Think laterally, think broadly, think big picture when it comes to tracking your year. And I would definitely invite you to consider at least carving out either five minutes at the end of each week or um, if you're going to do it quarterly, maybe 15, 20 minutes at the end of a quarter where you go through whatever it is you need to go through, you know, your your to do list, your emails, um, your notes from meetings and then just brain dump into a online document somewhere those wins that you've had and look at what went well. So it might not be something you perceive as a win necessarily, but what have you done that went well? Perhaps it was preparation for a client presentation or a presentation of what you do to another part of the organization. Whatever it might be, what went well over the course of the week or of the month? Make notes of it because not only will this support you in your conversations, but also by keeping a record of everything, it really helps to emphasize to you your growth, your development, your performance and inspire or instill greater confidence in you and what you have to bring to the table. So your overall value that you're bringing to your job, to your manager, to your team, to the business. And it's very powerful when we write these things down. So this isn't only beneficial for your conversation with your manager but it's also important because it will have an impact on you and and your belief and your certainty in yourself and also how you show up within your role and responsibility the other thing to think about here so we've looked at your wins looking at what's gone well and also um challenges that you've overcome so perhaps it was a difficult colleague that you were working with and you were, you were knocking heads like this constantly and just struggling to really get on and build that rapport or being able to collaborate with someone. Perhaps it was a difficult client or uh, providing information to a, a senior manager or, you know, whether in your own business area or in a different part of the business. And, you know, initially um, maybe having communication issues and struggling with things. And now you've come, gotten past that and things are working real. So think about some of the challenges that you may have overcome. And ultimately, you want to be keeping a record of all of this. So when you're making notes, make sure that the notes will make sense to you when you read them in 12 months time. Give them the context, maybe put a date on it, put a reference point. Perhaps it was a particular meeting or it was an email and so forth. So it would trigger your mind to exactly what that was when you want to then talk about it at the end of the year in your review meeting. So that's what I mean when I'm talking about performance, tracking over the course of the year. And again, if this is something you've not done before, now's the time to start. So decide what you're going to use to, to record this. As I say, your laptop, if you're someone who's on a laptop a lot of the time, that's probably the best place to do it um, or on your phone um, and use something, whether it's like OneNote um, or something similar that you can just go in there and just dump things in quickly as reference points and do that on a regular basis. It will make life so much easier when you are preparing for that meeting. Okay, the next thing is progress. So the second um, component we spoke about, the first is performance, the second is progress. So here, what do I mean? 
Well, here I'm talking about measuring your performance from where you were to where you are now. So what is the progress you have made? You want to look at the measurements against your goals. And as I said earlier, it might be in your, your business, you have a personal development plan where you set out um, at the start of the year, you're given a set of goals and objectives, um, some of which are business driven and some of which are your own personal ones. So looking at that, doing quarterly review of that and saying, asking yourself, okay, where am I against that, that objective? Um, what where's the gap? So if I'm a four out of 10, what's in the gap? What needs what do I need to do to get me to a 10 out of 10? So identifying the gaps, first of all, from what your objectives are for the year and where you're at right now, because also in some cases, it might be that you're you're tasked with completing a particular objective by Q1 or Q3, not necessarily waiting to year end. So depending when you are reviewing your uh your goals your objectives um let's say you're the first quarter in do you have objectives in place that you are meant to have completed by the end of q1 if so have you completed them yes or no if the answer is no where are you like are you a five out of ten a six out of ten what's in the gap so understand what's in the gap what is it you need to do and then ask yourself how do i close the gap which means what can I do differently? Perhaps I need to reach out to people and ask for help. Maybe there are resources that I can call upon. Um, perhaps that's online, perhaps that's within um, user groups within the company um, or, or again, ERGs. What is it you can do to help you to close that gap? Who can you ask for help? What resources are available to you? Um, and, and what can you do differently to be able to close that gap? So this is why it's important to review these regularly because there's no point having these objectives set at the start of the year and then suddenly looking at them 12 months later and thinking, oh damn, I haven't done any of this. Um, if you're looking at them regularly, you can tweak what you're doing um, to help you to close those gaps as you're going along. So the other thing is to look at in terms of progress is areas of learning. So what, what do you know now, for example, that you didn't know 12 months ago? Maybe you've learned about a new product or a new service that you're offering um, to your clients. Perhaps it's about a new strategy that's come, come about over the last few months and now you're getting really heavily involved in that. So that's an area of growth for you. Perhaps you've now um, been asked to manage somebody or be a team leader for somebody um, whether it's direct or indirectly, it could be a dotted line into you. So now you're taking on additional responsibilities. Perhaps you've been put onto an, a project outside of your day-to-day -day responsibilities. Again, that's all progress. That's areas of growth. That's new learning. So again, you want to take time to really understand where you were 12 months ago and where you are today. In other words, looking at how far you have come and what you have accomplished. That's big kind of big picture view of your progress looking at the measurement perhaps you've got kpis if you're in sales for example you might have um sales quota you might have a team quota where are you on that where's the where are the challenges where are the problems you're seeing where are you struggling what can you do to get past that to overcome those those challenges that you're facing and ultimately what can you do differently going forward so it is really important to keep on top of your progress to go back and revisit those objectives at least every quarter, if not more, um, to see 
where you're heading in the right direction, maybe where you've gone off course um, and understanding what you need to do differently to get back on track or to close any gaps that you identify. The third component is a potential. So here I'm talking about promotions, about pay rises, bonuses, and your career plan, your career trajectory, where you see yourself in the next one, three, five years, whatever it might be. And here's the thing, you don't have to have a 10 year plan in place. It could be that you actually just want to move into a, a, a sideways role and gain greater exposure within a different area of the business. And then after that, you'll see what you want to do. And that's okay. We don't all have to have a, an amazing 10 year plan that we're following to the T. No, it doesn't have to be like that. And often I say, when you do do that, you run the risk of missing out on opportunities that come left field um, that could have actually been a really great opportunity for you because you're so focused on that end goal in 10 years, but missing out on something that could even possibly propel you forward further or give you a different new perspective and new learning and maybe have you decide to take a different route. So always be open to opportunities as well as having somewhat of a vision of what it is you really want to do and remembering that that vision is what you want not about fulfilling other people's expectations of you so when it comes to your potential we look at um, your promotion right if you're looking to get a promotion um, you want to show that you're committed to the business you're committed to taking on greater responsibility do some research if you know the kind of roles that you want to get promoted into research them understand what they involve speak to people who are perhaps already doing those roles or have done them before and have moved on get a real feel of what's involved what the responsibilities are what your typical day and week is like so that you know it is really something that you want to do get a feel for it then you also want to create a business case and this is relevant whether it's a promotion or a, um, a pay rise or a bonus so think about your story within your business case. What is your longer term trajectory? What is it you want to accomplish? Think about what you have to bring to the table, which now goes back to what we've talked about earlier, both your progress and your performance. So thinking about the progress you've made over the last 12 months, the performance where you've you know, had your wins, what's gone well, where you've had amazing feedback, all of those good things, all of this will come into your business case. Ask yourself, why me and why now? So why why me? So if there's a role um, available at the moment, why me? Why should I be considered for this? You know, what value do I have to bring to the table? And again, draw upon your progress, your performance, your previous experience, maybe in another company, um, what value you can really bring to this and why now? Because I'm sure many of you have been in a situation where you've been told, OK, yeah, but you're not ready yet. Maybe let's review this in six months or 12 months time um, and see. We feel that you'll be ready to, to really step up next next time we have this conversation. So if that is the case, then the, one of the questions you want to be able to answer is why now? And if it is the case you've had a conversation, let's say a year ago, where you, you, know, you asked about a promotion, you wanted to be put forward, and that was declined and you were told well actually you're not ready for it i think we need another year in this role before you step up to something new now you want to be able to answer that by saying well why now why is now the time for me to step into this what can i bring to that role what can i bring to the team 
What can I bring to the business? These are all questions to ask yourself so that you are able to eloquently convey your business case to your manager, to you know the senior leader that you're having that conversation with about that promotion and being put forward and being seriously considered. And again, remember that this is not about, well, they should know how good I am and what I have done. They have a lot on their plate. You know, we when we talk about executives, leaders, managers, they have a lot going on. So you want to remain top of mind for them. And one of the ways to do this is to A, come prepared when it comes to these, these conversations and B, do this work. So have the business case if you're wanting to put a case forward for a pay rise, for a promotion. So that's some of the real deeper level components of each of these three areas we're speaking about today. You also want to think about the timing of opportunities. If you know there's a role that might be coming up in six months time, talk about it, ask questions. You know, I'm curious when the next role in X team comes up, I would love to be able to put myself forward. Can you give me some feedback into what you think I need to do to close the gap so that I'm ready to step into that role to put myself forward and I have a high probability of securing that that position. So what, look at the timing of opportunities. Maybe you're planning for the next year. You're happy to stay where you are, but you want to be moving in 12 months time or, or even six months time. So then what's that conversation to be having is understanding what the requirements are, what the expectations are of you, where you have gaps so that you can work on closing them and then incorporate that into your next year's objectives. So ultimately, you want to be presenting where you want to go, what it is you want over the next six to 12 months time so that the managers will now have you in mind, particularly for succession planning. Thinking about your bonus, um, often in, in, in companies, there is a, a limited bonus pot, which is shared um, across the team based on variables. Um, so if that is the case and there's not a lot you can do to influence that, okay, if there is a chance that by influencing that you would get more bonus, then what can you do? You want to be able to outshine the other people in the team so you get a higher percentage. So what do you do is, again, you want to remain top of mind for the, that decision maker and you want to have conversations with people, those decision makers, whether it's your manager or someone else, so they're aware of what you do, of the value that you bring, the challenges that you overcome, the problems that you solve, et cetera, et cetera. Um, where have you gone over and above? Why do you deserve a, a higher bonus than, than the standard? The pay rise, again, a business case is involved here. Um, looking at what have you done differently this year? What have you overcome? What is the impact that you have made, whether it's in your team, the wider organization, perhaps it's with a, a, a client? Um, think about the impact you've made. Again, go back to the work you've done around your progress and your performance, because you'll be able to draw upon a lot of that in your business case. What is it that you have turned around? Where have you over delivered? Where have you shown um, a proactive attitude? Where have you demonstrated initiative? Because remember, pay rise is not typically an entitlement. And beyond inflationary increases um, or company or team performance, sometimes we have to be able to um, put a case forward as to why we should be considered. Um, so think about conversations that have been had previously um, with managers, with where you've obtained feedback on pieces of work, performance, projects that you have done, um, 
and bring all of that together. So when we look at these three components, we've talked about um, performance, progress and um, potential. You bring the work that you've done here from the questions and the information I've shared with you today on your performance, on your progress into the business case that you will then put forward for your potential, which is the uh, pay rise or uh, potential promotion that you're looking to um, to pursue. So that's overall an approach that you can take from here, from what I've shared today and implement it into your upcoming conversations if you've got that coming up in the next few weeks or start to implement that and go back if you haven't done it and you've got a review in, in Q1, start to go back and look at everything you've done over the last year and document it so you have your reference points. It makes it easier to put something together at year end and to put that business case, a strong business case, a compelling business case together so that it will be listened to, will be heard. And even if you're not successful this time around, the fact that you've put that effort and work in to presenting something will be noted. It will be recognised for the next opportunity to have a conversation or the next opportunity to look at um, salary increases. Overall, then think about this. Other than all the preparation we've spoken about, you want to be top of mind. You want to be remembered for the right reasons. So think about the way that you show up in the workplace. Think about your delivery in your role. How well do you deliver? Where do you go over and above? What is your output? What does your performance look like? Think about the progress you've made against your goals. Do this on a quarterly basis as an absolute minimum. Look at where am I? Ask yourself, where am I now? Where are the gaps that I need to close to get to where I want to be? What is it I now need to uh, prioritize and who can I ask for help and support? Think about where you've over delivered, as I said, because that's really important as well. Sometimes people, it can go unrecognized because everyone's busy in the moment. So you want to bring that to people's attention. And where you identify you've had objectives and goals where you haven't done something, you haven't completed something, that's okay. Come with a plan to close that gap. Explain why is, you know, you've maybe you've overlooked it because you had something else come up that was a priority you had to deal with over the course of, you know, the last year or the last six months. And you still have every intention of, of completing that objective. And this is how I'm going to do that. So it shows that you've prepared for the meeting, you're on top of your objectives, your goals, you can see where you want to go, you, you've got a vision of what you want. All of this is compelling to any hiring manager who is someone who's looking to create succession plans, who wants to elevate the people around them. Again, I do hope you've gained value from this. Uh, let me know any questions, anything you're unclear about. And I wish you all the best with those annual or biannual reviews. Until next time, remember to maximize your performance through elevating yourself as we've discussed here today, maximizing your potential and creating new possibilities by showing up as the best version of you. Thank you for listening. Please subscribe to this podcast if you haven't already done so. And if you enjoyed and gained value from today's episode, then do please leave a review telling us your key learnings and what you enjoyed the most. 
And do please share this podcast with your friends and colleagues so we can spread the word on life leadership, creating a life of choice, freedom and new possibilities. Connect with me directly on LinkedIn. And if you would like to learn more about how we can work together, either DM me on LinkedIn or email me. All details and resources can be found in the show notes.